Another Heliga Heliga Daf ahead of us. Today's Daf is Daf Nun Aleph, page 51 in Meseches Yavamas. Um, we got up to Isve Abaye. Abaye asked a challenging question. This is six lines from the top of the Amud. The last word on the line is Isve. Let's remind ourselves what we are, uh, what we are talking about, what, what we're uh, learning together. So the Mishnah had stated a Machlaikas, beginning of our parak on Daf Nun Amud Aleph, 50a. Rabbi Gamliel said, Right? Rabbi Gamliel gave the statement where once you give a get to one, there's no get to the other. Mimer to one, no mimer to the other. Bia, uh, which is full-fledged Yibam on one, there's no Bia on the other. Again, because why? These things are already done. Um, but the Chachamim argued about... Um, the, the Chum argue, they say, no, there is get after get, there is mimer after mimer, but we do agree that Be'ila and Chalitza, there is nothing after that. That was the initial conversation. Now, Rava, on the top of today's daf, Rava gave the reason for Rabban Gamliel why ain get achar get and ain mimer achar mimer. Okay? He says, I'll tell you why. He says because Rabbi Gamliel is not sure whether get works or doesn't work. So he says like this. If get worked on the first one, well then if it worked, the second one's off the hook like it would have happened by a chalitza. And if it happens by a mimer, the, the, the same svara, the same logic would be in place. Again, if mimer is kinda, if mimer would create an acquisition, so then the first one now had the Yibam, second one's out the door. If it didn't work, it ain't going to work on the second one either. That was Rava's approach, a very logical approach, as to what Rebbe Gamliel was unsure about. But despite being unsure, the fact remains on the ground. If it worked, it worked on the first one. If mine worked, worked the And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So be it as it may, says Rava, a, a very strong logic uh, for Rabbi Gamliel. And this is where we pick up, Abai is going to challenge that assumption of Rava. So here we go. Eisvei Abai, six lines from the top of the Amr, Abai asked a challenging question. Umayd Rabbi Gamliel, even though Rabbi Gamliel said, in get achar get, and so on and so forth, Rabbi Gamliel will agree, sheyesh get achar maimer, umaymer achar get. Very interesting. There's no get after get, and there's no maimer after maimer, but there is get after mimer, and there's mimer after a get. You can't have two of the same thing, but you can have two different things. The get achar bia u mimer, and you could have get after bia and mimer u mimer achar bia u get, and you could have mimer after bia and get. You're just going to have the same thing because of the doubt. Now, the misafkle the Gamliel, he says one second. If Rebbe Gamliel in the first place. Is completely has a complete doubt, has a complete suffix, whether get works, whether mimer works. And if it worked, it worked. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So then I don't understand, says Abaye. Why don't we make it like an initial bia, an initial taking in, visikni, and let it work? Meaning, once you did bia, you're done. Everything else. Is out the window. You're, you completed your mitzvah. 
because we went to the Mishnah, as soon as you do Biyah, initially, you're done, you're fulfilled your mitzvah. So Abaye says to Rav, listen, if the whole reason for Rabbi Gamliel saying, Ein get achar get, Ein maimer achar maimer, is because of a suffix, then he should not be moda by... Um, he should not be moda by bia achar get and get achar bia. He should always say, let the original bia be like it is in the beginning, and you have the takana, it already had its effect, and anything that happened afterwards did nothing. Hence, says Abaye, bottom line for what we want to walk away with in his question, Rava, the reason for Rabbi Gamil cannot be because of a straight up doubt as to whether my murder get works. Okay. So Abai is going to come up with a new approach. He says, I'll tell you why. Rabbi Gamliel said, Ein get achar get and ein maimer achar maimer. And here we go. Elam Rabbi, rather, Abai says a different svara, a different logic. La'ilam shita le'el Rabbi Gamliel. Actually, Rabbi Gamliel knew for sure. Beget didachi. If the yavam gives a get to one of the wives, it is dachi. What does dachi mean? It pushes away one of the wives' bond with the Yavam. So you have Rachel and Leah fall to Shimon. If Shimon were to give a get to Rachel, that would be dochi. It would be pushing something away. Okay, you're you're breaking a quasi bond. Now listen to this svar; it's going to be very interesting. Dochi doesn't mean. You're breaking it like a chalitza. Chalitza totally ends the bond. What a get is doing is it's disconnecting most of the zika, most of the bond, but you still call it 5% connected. Because get is only separating you rabbinically. It's not separating you biblically, right? Biblically, you need a chalitza. Umaimer and maimer dekani. Rabbi Gamliel knew that maimer does create a kinyan, does create an acquisition. So, if she was, if she had a zika to the yavam, and then the yavam did mimer, she's ninety percent connected to him. Okay, mihu. However, even though we know for a fact a get does something and mimer does something, however, Amar Abanan the Rabbanan say Hayavama, this yavama bechad tzad mehane but get. You know what this Yavama, you know what happened to this Yavama when a get was given to her? She was partially divorced. Partially untethered from the husband. And when Mimer's done, it does create a stronger bond than otherwise. So says Rabbi Gamliel, listen to this. Again, Rabbi Yosef said, "Ain get achar get, ain maimer achar maimer." Listen to this: Get achar get loy dachi. If you give a if one get after another, if you give a get to one, and you give a get then to the other, loy dachi, it didn't push her away. You know why? Because ready, however much separation of yibum can happen. To woman number one, the second get can only accomplish the same thing. 
Meaning like this. Meaning like this. A team went 80 yards down the field. They're at the 20-yard line. That's get number one. It got stuck. It couldn't completely separate like a chalitza. It couldn't make it to the end zone. It got stuck at the opposing team's 20-yard line. If you were to give another get, says Rabbi Gamliel, to the other wife, you know what that get's going to do? It's just going to drive down the field again to the same 20-yard line, and you accomplished nothing. You didn't score in the red zone. You still got stuck at the 20. So the second get, did it break Yibum any more than the first get did? No. It could only accomplish to the level, to the limit that get number one created. It can't do anything weiter. It didn't do anything further. And vice versa. Umaymer achar maymer like honey. And if you have maymer on the second wife, it can't do anything more than what happened to the first wife. To hakani leikama, because the first maymer already created a connection, a bond, as much as maymer can do. So the second woman can't get there. Because she's not taking it any further. She's just limited there. I'm, so, I'm sorry. However, the Hakkari they come. Get achar maimru. Maimru achar get. But says Rabbi Gamliel, what about get after maimru and maimru after get? Oh, that taka, you're doing the different sides of the field. Right? One team's with maimru, you're going to your team's end zone. You're just getting stuck at 20-yard line. And gets going to the other side. And each one can taka have a hashpa. Each one can taka have an influence, have an impact. Hence, what are we saying? Very logical, says Abai. Get achar get is nothing. You know why? Wherever the first get got you, that's what the second one could do. Therefore, it's pointless. It didn't, didn't accomplish anything. So what to do? doing? Garnished. Mimer, same thing. But if you do get achar mimer, then you're moving the ball to different sides of the field. You're playing with two different teams. Taka makes sense. First, you move to one team's 20-yard line with mimer. Then you move to other team's 20-yard line with get. Get achar mimer would actually make sense. That is the svara of Rabbi Gamliel, why ain get achar get, ain maimer achar maimer, but yesh get achar maimer, v'yesh maimer achar get. That's how Abaye explains shitas Rabbi Gamliel, the opinion of Rabbi Gamliel. Okay. Virabonan. But according to the Rabonan, ready? The Rabonan back to our Mishnah, on Nuno from 50a. The Mishnah said, the Rabonan argue Rabbi Gamliel, and they say, no, yesh get achar get, v'yesh maimer achar maimer, they say, you could have a get after a get. And you could have mimer after mimer. But one second, what about Abai's logic? <laughs> You're going to the same 20-yard line. What'd you do? Your team didn't get any further. Says the Gemara, beautiful. The Rabbonon give each Yavam a get and a mimer for each Yavama. Period. Let, let's explain. What just happened? This is such a fascinating Listen closely. When a Yavam and Yavama had Mimer and Get instituted by the rabbis, how was it instituted? See, here's the Machlokas. This is so amazing. According to the Chachamim, the, according to the Chachamim, the Chachamim say that they, the chum, that the, what was instituted is if two Yavamas fall to one Yavam, co-wives fall to one Yavam, that each co-wife has built into her 
the ability for the Yavam to do get and mimer once on her. Make sure we hop that. It's kind of like, where's the get? Who, who has access to the get and the mimer? Is it the Yavam's access? Or is it the Yavama's access? And here's the difference. If the Yavam has access to one get and one mimer, and there's two women who fall to him, all you have in your quiver now is one get, one mimer, you're out of lifelines. Nothing else works after that. That's if the Chachamim instituted get and mimer for the Yavam. However, says Rebbe Gamliel, I'm sorry, that, that's the opinion of Rebbe Gamliel. You only get one. Ein get achar get. Ein mimer achar mimer. One get, one mimer, sweetheart. You ain't getting two. Place it as you choose. Come along the Chum, they say, no, that's not how it works. The rabbis, the, the Rabbanon gave a get and mimer to each woman. Each woman falls to him with a knapsack that has a get and a mimer in it. So you have access to two gets and two mimers. Hence, say the Chachamim, yesh get achar get, yesh mimer achar mimer. You have two, two women, two getting, yeah, two mimer. Each one, two different, two different things. And however it works on one woman, it'll work on the other one. That's it. Nothing to do with bia, chalitza, that one affecting the other. You have access to two. That is the background, says Abaye beautifully, of what ultimately, ultimately Rabbi Gamliel and the Chachamim are arguing about. Okay. Viter in Abaye. The Haibi Absula. Abaye is now going to tell us a logic which makes so much sense. But interestingly, we never thought of it before. It says Abaye as follows. He says, listen up. Listen here, if you have an option of doing yibum or chalitza on one of the co-wives, you are obligated to do the yibum or chalitza on whichever one is going to be the most powerful yibum and the most powerful chalitza. Meaning if I, have, if I would do chalitza on one wife and it happens to be a lacking, an imperfect, a deficient Chalitza, it's not going to work. Because I could have done a complete one on the other. What are you doing the, what are you doing the deficient one for? It's no excuse. You know, it's a beautiful message in life, right? Sometimes we sell ourselves short. We have an option for perfection. We could do so much better with ourselves, with our children, with our, you know, we could be doing so much better. But you know, we're like, yeah, big deal. I'm happy with second fiddle. Yeah. Don't work like that. If you have an option between the best, the creme de la creme, or you the option for, you know, Second best, why, why, why are we selling ourselves short? It says the Gemara, and this Bia, which was Psula, you know why it was puzzle? Because he did Hebum on the woman who already had a getter or mimer. Adifa mi mimer, ugria mi mimer. In one way, it's better than mimer, in other way, it's, it's less. Why? Adifa mi mimer, it's better than mimer, dilu mimer, achar mimer, lai mahani. If you have mimer after another mimer, it didn't work. But it does work because again, Rabbi Gamliel said, but there is get after mimer. Okay? And he also said, there's get after bia and mimer. So you can have a get after bia and mimer. 
Ve'ilu bia achar maimer mahani. However, bia achar maimer, that does work. If you do maimer and then you do bia, that's amazing. Okay, no problem. You did your maimer, you did your bia, beautiful. So in one way, it's much stronger. It's just taking maimer to the next level. However, ugriya mi maimer, in a way it's less than maimer. Listen to, listen to why. Ti'ilu maimer achar aget. If you were to have maimer after a get is given. So again, listen closely to, the, to what's happening here. You have a Yavama who falls to you. You give her a get. She is rabbinically separated from you, but biblically connected. So she's hanging on by a hair. And then you do mimer. Guess what happens? Kani lekule shiura the get. It's going to soak up the whatever's remaining ability of connection that they'll get left over. But if you do be after get, like get, it's not going to take on anything else that the get left over. Rather, what's going to happen is, you know, it's going to be considered, the bia is going to be considered something that's lacking. And mamela, it's going to leave room for the mimer to kick in. So in one way, it's actually stronger to create the mimer than uh, for, for what the mimer can create over the actual bia. And let's explain, the Gemara is going to continue explaining, the rabbis learned, and so should we. When did Rabbi Gamliel say, there's no get after a get? What was the story? So the Gemara explains, two women fall to one Yavam, all right? Rachel and Leah fall to Shimon, Venosan get Lezuba, get Lezuba, he gives each one a get. Rabbi Gamliel says, he should do chalitza on the first one, but also be and he's usher to her relatives because again she's like her, she's like his divorcee. He's mutter to marry the second one, the, the, the relatives of the second one. Why? Because you never did chalitza. She was now your brother's widow, so why can't you marry her mother? No problem. There's no issue. She's your brother's widow. You can marry your brother's widow's mother. No problem. The chum say no. No son get lezu, get lezu. If he gives a get to each one, usher I'm going to be usher to both of them. The chalitza achas mehem. And you need to do chalitza with one of them to break the biblical bond. And again, once the biblical chalitza kicks in, the other one's obviously not going to need chalitza because she's no longer needing of it once the biblical chalitza happened on the other kohen. And the same thing would apply when you have two yavamas and one yavam or two yavams and one Yavamba. For example, in what way did Gamliel say there's no Mimer after Mimer? What was the situation? Two Yavamas fall to one Yavam. He does Mimer on each one. First, you got to give a get and Chalitza. And you certainly are not permitted to her relatives. Why not? Why not? Because get Chalitza, hello, she's your divorcee. Nothing to talk about. All, all her relatives are considered your wife's relatives, which you are usher to. But your mutter to the relatives of the co-wife, the other Yavam. Why? She's no longer your divorcee. You never did chalitz on her. Now, interestingly, you had done mimer on her. You got to give a get to both. And your usher to the crevice of both because chalitza needed to be given to each one. The chalitza la'achas mehem, and you give chalitza to one. The chenat oimer v'shtei yivamim v'ma'achas. Same thing would apply to two yivamim and one yivama. Okay, let us in classic gavaldic gemara fashion. Let us tear this apart. Says the gemara, beautiful brisa. Let's go. Let's tear apart the brisa. Amar mar 
The Tana Lemaisa taught us. Nice and get Lazuva, get Lazu. You give a get to each one. Okay? Two Yubamas, you give a get to each one. Rabbi Gamil says, He does Chalitza on one, and you become Masa to her relatives. You remain permitted to the relatives of the second one because nothing happened. Let's say this is an upslug on Shmuel. Domar Shmuel, because Shmuel tells us, listen to this halacha. Listen closely. Chalatz lebalas haget loy nifteratzarasa. Shmuel tells us if you have two yavamas, one of them gets a get, and the one that got a get now gets a chalitza. Her other co-wife remains tethered to the yavam. Again. Listen closely because this is flipping one of the concepts on its head. And let's go through this. Until now, we've established once Chalitza, two wives, once Chalitza is done on one wife, what happens to the other wife? Is there any issue? She's gone. No issue whatsoever. She's not your Chalitza. She's now your brother's widow. You're permitted to her relative. She's not considered your divorcee garnished. There's no issue with her relatives. Listen to this, however. Ready? Shmuel says, Nishtaza. He says, no, that's not true. He says, if you give a get to the wives, okay? You, you give a, a get to one of the wives, and then you do chalitza on her, the other one is still connected to you. And let's explain why. Fascinating Rashi. But instead of going through it inside, Rashi explains us some beautiful, beautiful words. We'll say it outside. Remember we learned, if you have an option, who to do chalitza on? Two wives. Your brother left behind two widows. You have an option to do chalitza on. If you do chalitza on one, it's going to be an imperfect one. If you do chalitza on other, it'll be perfect. Without any issues. Which one are you obligated to do? The perfect chalitza. So listen to this. Says Shmuel, if you already gave a get to one, the chalitza on that one is going to be a weaker chalitza. It's going to be an imperfect chalitza. Hence, it's not effective enough to completely release the co-wife from her bond. Because there was a perfect chalitza waiting for you to do. And you chose not to do it. You did the imperfect one, the lesser one. You know what happens? You're still obligated to not go use your perfect one. That's, a, that's Shmuel's shita. Shmuel's opinion. So he says, give us this case where you did chalitza one, but because of its lack, because of its imperfection, because the guy was there, you're still stuck with the other one, and you got to do chalitza on the other one. Now, if you got to do chalitza on the other one, guess what? You also become forbidden to relatives. All right? So now it says the Gemara, this opinion obviously is not working out with our b'risa. Because again, our other eye says, chalitza, you're done. Shmuel says, no. Yeah, I'll give you a case where you're not done. Shmuel, who's an early Yamora, must not be following our b'risa. To which Shmuel responds, Overlook Shmuel. It's a beautiful svara, by the way. It's very, very, uh, very logical. Overlook Shmuel, Shmuel says... Ki amri ana aliba demanda omar yesh zika v'rebekamliol savar ein zika. Says Shmuel, no, you're making a mistake. Let me tell you something. When I told my halacha of deficient chalitzas, that was, a, if you hold the yesh zika, you're right. But guess what? Rebekamliol holds ein zika. 
Okay? He says that when these two Yavamas are, you know, fallen Yibam, there's no like quasi-marriage that's automatically in place. There's just an obligation. That's all it is. There's an obligation to marry these women. And since there's Ein Zika, you're not, we're not concerned that the get is going to make the chalitza something that is deficient. And now the Gemara is going to make a quick assumption and then quickly change from it. But the Gemara is going to assume that since Rabbi Gamliel and the Rabbanon are arguing about yesh get achar get or ein get achar get, and we were explaining Rabbi Gamliel who holds ein get achar get is now also saying that ein zika, we're going to assume, says the Gemara, umidir Gamliel samar la ein zika, if Rabbi Gamliel is going to the opinion that there's no zika, we now turn to the top of Amid Be'ez, Rabbanon sabri yesh zika. We're going to assume the Rabbanon who say, yesh get achar get and yesh maimer achar maimer, they're going to hold yesh zika. Now this is just an assumption that the two disputes are going to go hand in hand. Vikatani seifa, but this, this assumption is going to lead to a problem. Because we learned in the end, the the price says the same way by two yavamas and one yavam. So too it applies by two yavams and one yavama. Are we going to say it's an upside rabba? What's the name of rabba? says name of rabba. Chalitza psula tzricha laxar kol achin. If you have a chalitza psula, guess what? Each one's going to go and have to give her a proper chalitza because none of them are doing a complete one. So once you're going there, Rabbi Baravuna must also be a problem. Says the Gemara, okay, chill. You're right. Therefore, the Machlokas Din Rabbi Gamil on the Chachamim about Yesh Ger Achaget or Ein Ger Achaget is not connected to the Machlokas of Yesh Ger Zika, and rather, Bein Rabbi Gamil, Bein the Rabbanon Sabri, Ein Zika, everyone agrees, Ein Zika, V'hocha B'ged Achar Ged, Umaymer Achar Maymer K'mifagi, and the Machlokas is limited strictly to whether Yesh Ger Achar Ged and Yesh Maymer Achar Maymer or not. Again, Rabbi Gamil says it's not, it does not work, doesn't accomplish anything, while the Chum say that it does. Period. Okay. Omar Mar, back to our Brisa. The Tana taught us, Asa Maymer B'zu, Maymer B'zu. Let's say he did Mimer on Yava, Yavama number one and Mimer on Yavama number two. You give a get and chalitza. Again, because you got to break the Mimer and you got to break the Yibam to the first one. And you become forbidden to the relatives of woman number one. But you're still permitted to the relatives of the second one. Okay, why? Because once you did chalitza on the first one, that completely breaks the bond. This is what we've been saying in the you know, beginning of our Masechta. It completely breaks the bond. To the second one, she's not your chalitza anymore, you're good. Fine. Michti. Let's see. Kasafa Rabbi Gabriel ain't maimer achamaimer. Rabbi Gabriel was of the opinion, once maimer works, there's no other maimer that's going to work. So, ask the Gemara a question. When you did maimer on woman number one, and you did maimer on woman number two, what did we say? You give a get to one, and you do chalitza on one, because Rebbe Gamliel holds, Mimer didn't work on the second one. Kasava Rebbe Gamliel, ain't Mimer Acher Mimer. Rebbe Gamliel holds, no thing as Mimer Acher Mimer. Rishayna Nami Tisyavin. But one second, says the Gemara, incredible. Why are you telling me if I do Mimer on woman number one, and then Mimer on woman number two? You know what you got to do? Give a get a chalitza to woman number one. Ask the Gemara, chill, slow down. You're telling me I need to give a get and mimer to woman number one? I need to give get and chalitza to woman number one? Why can't I marry her? Why is the only option get rid of? Because I did mimer on woman number two? That's why? Well, guess what? 
According to you, Rebbe Gamliel, Mimer didn't work anyway. So why is the Brisa saying, again, again, let's go. The Brisa says, you do Mimer on Yavama number one. You acquire her. You do Mimer on woman number two. You know what the Allah is? You got to give a get and chalitza to woman number one. That's your only option. What, why? If Mimer on woman number two did nothing, accomplished nothing, why don't I just marry woman number one? Says Gemara, I'll tell you why. Gezera, it's a decree. Dilma Asi Liavum that he made do Yibam on the wrong one. Since he did Mimer on both, even though the second Mimer was ineffective, but the Mimer did Mimer. If we're going to tell you do Yibam, he might marry the second one instead of the first one. Maybe, whatever, get confused with the order, however it was. Hence, it's a separate decree. If you ever do Mimer on two women, even though it didn't work. Your only option is now get a chalitza. We're not going to allow you to eat. Okay. Om Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon says, Rabbi Yechon, 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 They all hold that Mimer allows you to acquire a Kenyan Gomor, a complete acquisition. Now how do we know it's a complete acquisition? Rabbi Gamliel Ha Da Amar. Rav Gamil, we just explained why. So Rashi says, if you hold, there's no mimer after mimer, why not? Because your second mimer can only do what your first mimer did. That means your first mimer accomplished whatever mimer could do. So it's a complete acquisition. If ain't mimer, achar mimer, that means the first mimer made you a nice acquisition. Beishamai. Now let's get into the other opinions who we quoted. We said Beishamai agrees with that, Reb Shimon agrees with that, Benabzai, Reb Nechemia. All right. Hey, no Beishamai agrees that Mimer is Kaina, acquires a Kenyan Gomor, which means it's a strong acquisition. Three brothers. All right. Back to these Mishnayas. Let's get going. Our old friends. Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. Reuben and Shimon are married to brothers. The Echad Mufna. Levi is single. Reuben dies. And Levi does mimer on Reuven's widow. So far, so good. However, Shimon now dies. Shimon now dies, and oh boy, do we have a problem because Levi did mimer on widow number one, but now her sister is falling to him in Ebom, and now he's got two sisters here. Yeah, once they're two sisters, they're Ervah, what's going to be? Yeah? Now they're both Zikuk to him at the same time. Bishami Imrim Ishtai Imai. Levi's, uh, Levi's mimer on Reuven's widow is still okay. Because he acquired her enough that she's already considered like his wife so that when Shimon died, Shimon's widow, who's the sister, never caused a problem. She doesn't cause a problem. Because Levi was already connected to, you know, married to her sister. And the second widow, Shimon's wife, doesn't even have a bond to him. She's out. Why? Why is no Yibam? Because she's an Ervan. She's now my sister's wife. Didn't do anything to me. Okay. That was Bishami's opinion. Beautiful. For Reb Shimon. How do you know that Reb Shimon holds Mimer is a strong acquisition? Titania, we learned in Abraham. Rabbi Shimon said to the Chacham in Bias Risha in Bia, Bia Sheni in a Bia, in Bias Risha, in Bias Risha in a Bia, Bia Sheni Nami in a Bia. Let's explain the case. 
So a woman falls to two brothers, both under the age of bar mitzvah. However, here's the halacha. Okay, Rashi explains that um, a male under the age of bar mitzvah, even though you can't get married, lahalacha. Um, okay, if an eleven-year-old puts the ring on an adult woman's finger, there's no kinyan, there's no acquisition. However, if he has relations with her, it is considered a bia. It does blibe a bia. Okay. So, if one of the brothers had an act of bia with her, um, he's not going to be chayav in anything because the maisa, he's younger than bar mitzvah. But here's the deal. Is he married to her? Because usually a katan cannot get married, but over here, he had a kosher bia with her and the maisa, she was already in a state of yavama. She was already, uh, had a zika, had a ban to him. Okay? So, all you need usually by Yavama is the, the intercourse. That's all you need. And he had a, he, that's what he did. Al pi alacha. Okay? Fine. So we said, if, a, if one of the young boys does this, if one of the, the nine, you know, the, uh, a child who's able to have relations but not able to have the actual marriage, able to do this. So, we say it's kind of like mime. You're not married to her because you can't get married, but we're, we're going to consider it to be a mimer. Seder, you got it? Now, how do you get rid of a mimer? How do you end a mimer? You got to give her a get. So now let's read this inside. This is fascinating. Reb Shimon said to the Chachamim, in Bia, Risha, in Bia, two brothers did this. If brother number one is considered a Bia, Bia, Shin, Bia, the second brother didn't do anything because there's already a mimer. If the first one wasn't, the second one isn't either. They're both under Bar Mitzvah. But Pentesha, but when you have the relations of a nine-year-old, the Mimer the Chum say it's like Mimer, Reb Shimon ain't a Bia. Reb Shimon says it's not considered a Bia. Gavaldic. Why? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Because Mimer must be like a full acquisition. Beautiful. Benazai. Hey, no Benazai, what he says about Mimer. Here we go. By two Yavamais and one Yavam. So you see, the first Mimer, why not? Because the first Mimer already created a full Kenyan. The second one did nothing beautiful. Okay? That was the opinion of Ben Azai. He agrees also another way that we see how he approaches Mimer, it's a strong acquisition. And finally, Rabbi Nechemia. Rabbi Nechemia also agreed that, uh, with Rabbi Gamliel, that Mimer creates a strong acquisition. Tetnan, because we learned in a Mishnah, Rabbi Nechemia says, When it comes to Bia, doing the actual Yibum, and when it comes to Chalitza, Bein Betchila, Bein Be'emtza, Bein Be'saif, no matter when you did the Bia, no matter when you did the Chalitza, once you do that, you are Dunskis. It affected in totality. Habiyah Psula, we're dealing with Habiyah Psula, Deba Maimer Shaira Banan, Habiyah Psula is equal to a Maimer. So that means even after Maimer, it must be a full acquisition, beautiful. Gavaldik. Okay, so interestingly, the last three weren't straight up statements, but they were implied from halachas that we came out with as to the power of mimer. Period. End of that Gemara. The next Gemara is Ketzad Asa Mimer Bechulu. 
how is uh, you know how, how do you, how are we going to have a case of ein maimer achar maimer or yesh maimer achar maimer and the gemara is bezem tomorrow going to get into the sugya of uh, uh, stick a little bit longer with yesh maimer or ein you know what let's let's go another few lines till the next two dots just to wrap this up hi get achar get who says the gemara why uh, the, you know the mishnah says that the Chachamim are arguing about Maimer Achar Maimer and Get Achar Get. And then they go, you know what the Mishnah said? Ketzad, what's the case? And it gave us a case of Get Achar Maimer. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. Get Achar Get who? Why you give me a Get? It's Get Achar Get. Look back at the Mishnah. Look at this. It's very, very interesting. Let's look back together on Dafnun Nomad Aleph. All right? We still have time. So let's look back at Dafnun Nomad Aleph, beginning of our prayer. Here we go. The Mishnah had said, turning back, Ketzad Asa Maimer. Be'evimtoi v'nosan la get. Okay? There's a few lines down into the Mishnah. You did Maimer, and then you gave her a get. Aren't we looking for a Bia Achar, aren't we looking for a Maimer Achar Maimer, or a Get Achar Get? Why are you giving me that, the wrong case of what we're trying to look for? Look, look at the case. What's Ketzad? What's Get Acher Get? What's Get Acher Mimer? Comes along the Mishnah. Oh, Asa Mimer, be a Vimtai, Vinosan lo Get. That's a case of Get Acher Mimer. Not a case of Get Acher Get. Not a case of Mimer Acher Mimer. That's what the Gemara is bothered by. Give me an answer to the question. Amr Avida Vida says, Achi Kamar, this is what the Mishnah means. Get Acher Get, Umaimer Acher Mimer, Kidamar. When it comes to Lachav, Get Acher Get, or Mimer Acher Mimer, we already said that's Machlikis. Yavam echor v'yavam achas. What happens if you have one yavam and one yavama? One woman falls to one yavam. You already does to her? Mimer. And then you know what does to her? Get. You know what does to her? Mimer. You know what does to her? Get. Yeah, whatever. There's doing a bunch of mimers and a bunch of getting. Ketzad asara. So, how do we end this? Asa mimer v'yavim doiv and asa la get. Here's what happens. If he did, if first he did mimer and then he gave her a get... She's still going to need chalitza, meaning the, Gemara, the Mishnah is just coming to explain. Granted, you're taking care of your rabbinic issues, but despite that, and despite Mimer being a complete acquisition, and Get also being pretty stark, being pretty solid, if that's the antidote of Mimer, you're not completely done until the biblical chalitza was done. Gavaldik, we'll hold it here for today. We're up to the two dots. Bez Hashem, we will pick up from, uh, from Osa Mimer, who Ba'al Arezu Kimitzvah, so pick up from this Gemara Bez Hashem tomorrow. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.